Welcome to a Healthy Soul Podcast. My name is Crystal and I'm a functional nutrition coach and an autoimmune warrior. On this podcast, I'll be covering different ways to help you create a quality life and a healthy soul. Hello, everyone. So before we get started today, I did want to mention that I am hosting another workshop to kick your sugar cravings starting January 2nd. You know, during the holidays, we tend to indulge in sugary treats and, you know, we're celebrating with our family and our friends and it's just part of the tradition. Um, But oftentimes we find ourselves continuing to crave these foods even afterwards. So in order to get you to break the cycle, I'm hosting a free workshop on January 2nd to give you the tools to kick your sugar cravings. And as a New Year's bonus, this workshop will also be followed by a free two-week online accountability group to help walk you through the process. So if you feel like you're stuck in the cycle of sugar cravings and ready to get back on track, or if you just want to start your new year on the right foot, then send me a DM on Instagram. Uh, My Instagram handle is healthy soul spelled S-O-L. And I'll happily send you a link to our group for the workshop and the accountability group. I would honestly love for you to join us and it's going to be a great, great way to start off your year. But that being said, thanks for joining me today and happy New Year's Eve. Uh, Today is a special day for so many reasons. Um, For me personally, New Year's Eve is actually my wedding anniversary. And today my husband and I have been together for 12 years and married for five. So I'll tell you, you know, the quality of your relationships definitely has an impact on your health. Um, That'll be another podcast topic for another time. But, you know, just a little side note here. Make sure you're you're nurturing your relationship with your significant other or even just your relationships with the people around you because it does matter. You know, and I'm excited for today to just to do exactly that, right? Like spend some time with my hubby, go do some jujitsu, go get some dinner, you know, and just have some quality time without the kids. But other than it being my anniversary, New Year's Eve is a special day for all of us. You know, it's the last page of a chapter. It's the last day of the year, the day before what most people feel like is a new beginning or a time for change. For some people, it's just another day. But my personal opinion is that any time in life that you can use a holiday or an anniversary or just a day of significance to your benefit, you should. Anytime you're motivated to make positive changes in your life, do it. However, I do want to say I don't fully believe in New Year's resolutions. At least not in the way that most people go about them. Um, I guess I can't say I don't fully believe in them, but, uh, but, but at least our typical, the way that our society goes about New Year's resolutions uh, does not work very well. You know, we all know how this goes, right? Especially when it comes to health and fitness. You know, come January, everyone gets a gym membership and jumps right in. And all of the regular gym goers know how packed 
the gym is in January and February, you know, and, but then like come March, April, it goes back to normal, right? Because everybody stops going, <laughs> you know, and we've all done it. I've even done it. You know, we start thinking about what we want our next year to look like, you know, the things that we want to accomplish. A lot of times it's getting in shape, getting our health on track, losing some weight. It may even be something like, you know, starting a business or buying a house or something like that. But regardless of what your goal is, we all start off super strong in January. You know, we dive right in and then come March or you know, maybe even February, we totally fall off the wagon. And then by June, we totally even forgot what our new year's resolution even was, you know, we're like, oh yeah, that I, yeah, that didn't really work out. You know, statistics say that only 9% of people who make new year's resolutions actually end up keeping them or feeling like they kept them. So clearly the way that we're going about this whole process is just not working, you know, but as somebody who has personally failed at new year's resolutions, but also succeeded, um, I wanted you to know that there is hope and that it's not totally pointless to make a goal for this next year. You know, the goals that we make even on New Year's Eve, can be fully achieved if you go about it the right way. So today, I'm going to break down for you how I go about accomplishing my health goals and how I went from eating fast food every day, struggling to get to the gym or do any sort of exercise whatsoever, and drinking like half a cup of creamer in my coffee every morning, to becoming somebody who eats an anti-inflammatory diet. I look forward to my workouts and I get excited for them. And I drink just straight black coffee. And I also like to add in there that I actually enjoy drinking black coffee. I'm not just torturing myself uh, without the creamer because I was one of those people that I swore up and down I would never drink coffee without creamer. And I also learned to never say never, (laughs) but when it comes to setting goals, you know, I, I personally love using certain dates as a reflection tool. Um, a new year is a great way to look back and reflect, you know, looking back at 2021, I ask myself, what did I accomplish? What goals did I set? And was I successful at those goals? You know, what could I have done better? What did I do really well? You know, there's a lot that goes on in a year, but it's important to look at the good and the bad, you know, do a really good analysis of what it was that went on that year and how you feel like you handled life this last year, you know, now I'll do this more than just on new year's Eve or new year's day. I do it for my birthday. I also do reflections periodically throughout the year as well. And I'll go into that a little bit more later. Um, So this isn't just New Year's specific. You know, you can do this at any time of year. And I recommend that you do this whenever you're setting a long-term goal. Um, You know, figure out what's working for you and what's not. So that's step one. You know, get clear. 
get clear on what you don't want, what's no longer serving you, what's not working, but also what is, you know, what do you need to do more of? What do you want for your life? Get clear on your goal for this next year. You know, what didn't work for last year? What did work? And then how can you do better this year? And how can you accomplish your goal for this year? And, you know, if you had the best year ever, if 2022 was the best year ever, where would you be by the end of it? And get specific, um, get specific, you know, what does that look like? What do you look like? What do you feel like? What does your day-to-day look like at the end of this best year? You know, where will you be? And write all this down. You know, writing is a powerful way of goal setting. It's been studied that if you write these things down on a daily basis, you're 42% more likely to accomplish your goals. So set a clear goal of where you want to be in a year and write it down. Write all this down that we go through today. So step two, after you get clear on what it is that you're wanting for this next year, I want you to develop a reason why. And we've talked about this before on other podcast episodes, but it's a hugely important part in making all this work. If you don't have a strong reason why that's backing up your goals, then you are way less likely to accomplish them. You know, for example, if your only reason for losing weight is to look good on vacation, you're not going to develop a lifestyle out of this. You know, you might even accomplish that goal. But as soon as your vacation is over, you, you no longer have a goal anymore. So your, your changes that you've made won't stick. You know, you'll be like, oh, I made it past my vacation. I'll, oh, I'll eat a little bit of this or I'll do a little bit of that. And oh, I won't work out today. It's fine. My vacation's over. Now, if your why is something bigger, something like, I want to be healthy and fit enough to keep up with my kids, to chase them around the playground and be an active part of their life. You know, for me personally, it's that I want to keep my autoimmune progression minimal or non-existent for that matter. I want it to stay where it's at, or if anything, I would love it to be reversed so that I can do exactly that right? So I can be around for my kids. So I can be an active part of their lives. So I can live a full life and not let my disease get the better of me. You know, I want to enjoy a quality life. I don't want to be bedridden. I don't want to have to go through surgeries. So do you see the difference between the two reasons? You know, one being more short-term, one being more long-term one little picture, one big picture. Because my big picture reason is the reason I've succeeded at my goal and continue succeeding at my health goals. You know, it's the reason, this reason has taken me so much further in my goals than the ones that I used to set. When my goals were based on reasons that were short-term, I never succeeded, you know, now your reason doesn't have to be any certain thing. 
It doesn't have to be the same as mine. It just has to be something that means something to you. You know, something that hits deep, something that keeps you motivated. Now, if you're struggling to find a reason why, I suggest you go back to the first episode on this podcast. Uh, There's an exercise that can help you find your reason. But this is important, so don't skip this part. Okay, so now you've got your clear goal, your big picture goal, and you've got your reason why, and you're feeling motivated. Now it's time for step three. I want you to break down your long-term goal, your year-long goal, into quarters. What do you need to accomplish in each three-month period to get to your year-long goal? You know, break it down into four parts. And try to make it even parts, right? So, so don't say like, oh, in one year I want to run a marathon. And then, you know, for each quarter, say like quarter one, you're like, oh, I'll start walking every day. So for the next three months, I'll just walk. And then in quarter two, you're like, oh, I'll just run a mile every day for the next three months. And then quarter three, you're like, oh, I'll run five miles every day for the next three months. And then quarter four, you're like, oh, I'm going to have to run like 20 miles every day. Now, that being said, I'm not an expert on training for a marathon. That is not something that I have any desire to do. However, the point is don't put all the hard work towards the end. You know, break down each quarter into big moves that are going to move you towards your goal. Four major parts that will surely get you to where you need to be. Because by doing this, you're now taking this big year-long goal and breaking it down into chunks of time that are easier to focus on. So now you no longer, like it's always in the back of your head, you know, you no longer, you'll, you'll know what your goal is, but you'll no longer need to focus on that solely. You know, now you can just be like, all right, for the next quarter, this is my goal. And as long as you follow each quarter, you'll get to your year long goal. You know, it's easier to focus on that because a year is a long time. And like I said earlier, you know, you go from being super strong that first couple months and and then like six months later, you just forget what your goal even was because you got burnt out, you gave up and now you're like, yeah, whatever, I'm not dealing with that. So by breaking this down into smaller sections, it's easier easier to focus on what you need to do. So now that you've got your big picture goal, and it's broken down into quarters, and you know what you're doing for that first quarter, I want you to take that first one, just the first one, and break that one down into months. So now, for the next three months, you know what you need to accomplish each month to meet your quarterly goal. So let's say your year-long goal is to lose 60 pounds. All right, so we break that up into even quarters. Now, this first quarter, I'm going to focus on losing 15 pounds. How are you going to do that? You know, you break that down into each month. So maybe month one is developing your workout routine, you know, getting consistent with that. Maybe month two is finding a diet that you want to incorporate into your lifestyle and starting to follow that. 
you know, month three, maybe you're developing some other wellness or fitness schedule. You know, however you see fit that you accomplish whatever it is that your goal is for that quarter. So now you can see that we've started to take this and break it down into chunks. And so then you'll just do this every quarter, right? So you get through with your first quarter, you lost your 15 pounds. All right, so now for the next quarter, how do I break that up into three months to get to the next 15 pounds? You know, being on top of your quarters is a lot easier when you break it down into months. So, so start to see how we're taking this huge year long goal. We're breaking it down into four chunks and then those four chunks get broken down into three chunks. So you're making it more realistic. You know, you're making it more doable, less intimidating. And this is how you can realistically accomplish your goals, right? We're making it easier on ourselves. Now we're not done yet. You know, now that you've gotten your goal broken down into quarters, your quarter broken down into months, I want you to take your first month and break that down into weeks. What are your major goals going to be for each week that are going to help you accomplish your monthly goal? So if your first month's goal is to develop a workout routine, you know, maybe your first week you hire a trainer or you get a gym membership or you join a workout class that you think you're going to enjoy. You know, if your first month is to clean up your eating habits, you know, maybe you hire a coach or, you know, do your own research on an eating style that you'd like to try and incorporate into your lifestyle. You know, something that looks like it would work for you. You know, my sugar detox workshop. That's a great first step in cleaning up your diet. You know, your first two weeks of that month are going to be spent getting rid of your sugar cravings. And that's going to make a huge difference in accomplishing your goals. You know, so look at each week and determine what it is that you need to do to accomplish the goal for that month. You know, this makes it easier to accomplish your goals, breaking them down into smaller and smaller and smaller steps to make it less intimidating. And it honestly makes it harder for you to talk yourself out of it. When you go from this year, I want to lose 60 pounds. Like that sounds like a pretty heavy task. You know, it's like, wow, how am I going to do that? You know, you might even start thinking to yourself like, God, is that even possible for me to do? Like I clearly this last year didn't go so well. So how am I going to make sure I do it this year? You know, you go from saying I want to lose 60 pounds to all the way down to, oh, well, all I have to do this week is work out three times. You know, it goes from something huge to something simple. And this is the key to accomplishing your New Year's resolution. Start small, stay consistent, and be realistic. You know, by jumping in head first and tackling everything in the first month, you know, you quickly get burnt out. You know, you get overwhelmed with the change and our bodies and brains will naturally resist change every time. So by making it doable and making it simple, it's much easier to trick ourselves 
into making these changes and keeping them, you know, keeping them long-term because, you know, it, when you make big changes, our bodies are like, whoa, wait a minute, we're not doing this. But when you make small changes, it's kind of like you're, like you're, yeah, you're tricking yourself. You're like, okay, that's not so bad. I can do that little thing. And then you build on that. And next thing you know, you're in a totally different place. Now, when you find yourself wanting to go back to old habits and old ways of doing things that don't serve your goal, this is when you rely on your why. This is when you remind yourself why you started in the first place. Because this will come up. You know, you will have moments where you're like, oh, I'm so like, I just want to go get pizza. I'm tired. I just want to go, you know, I don't want to work out today. And this is when that why that we talked about earlier comes into play and keeps you motivated and keeps you on track to making these changes. Now, just to add the cherry on top of all of this, I'd like to throw in that, um, you know, we talked about earlier when we do an analysis on where we're at. I do this every week. I do a weekly review. Um, and I love it just having it be a part of my planner, you know, because life happens, right? And sometimes things don't go as planned. However, I find that the more that I analyze how things are going, the better I get at planning and being efficient with my time. So every week I rate how I did in all, all the areas of my life, my health and fitness, my relationships, my family, my career, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I, and I be honest with myself. How did I do last week? What did I do well? What did I do poorly? How can I make next week better? You know, just like how we analyzed our year to decide what was working and what wasn't working. I do the same thing every week. You know, I find out or I find that I'm more likely to accomplish my goals the more that I plan, you know, the more that I analyze and the more that I write things down. So when you're making your 2022 goals, get clear on what you want that to look like. Where do you want to be by the end of 2022? What does that look like? What does that feel like? What does your day-to-day look like? And then develop your why. You know, why do you want to be there at the end of the year? What does that mean to you? What would it mean to your family? Then take that big picture goal and break it down into quarters. Then take that first quarter and break it down into months. Then take that month and break it down into weeks. You know, and once you have simple, doable chunks of goals, get started. This here is personally how I have accomplished my goals and other goals in my life as well. You know, it's the, and it's the only way that I've been able to succeed at creating a lifestyle for myself with my health. Because again, when you try and tackle it all at once, you get overwhelmed, you get burnt out, and you give up. You know, you got to convince your brain that a little bit of change is okay. You know, that doing just these little steps are going to get you there. 
And when you break it down week by week by week, you're still going to end up at the end of the year where you want to be. You're just doing it in a way that's not all in, you know, all gung ho right away. And that's how I found has been the most successful and the only way I've been able to succeed at my New Year's resolutions. So I hope today was helpful for you guys. You know, if you have any questions, always feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I'd love to help you with anything that you might be struggling with. And also, I really hope I see you in the Sugar Detox Workshop on Sunday. It starts January 2nd. You know, it's just a great way to get back on track after the holidays and start your new year off strong. So I really hope I see you there. But thanks again for joining me today. And we will see you next time on Healthy Soul. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you click the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Also, if you're interested in nutrition coaching, sign up for a free consultation at healthysoulnutrition.com. I'd love to hear about your goals and see if you're a good fit for my program. I hope you have a wonderful day and we will see you next time on Healthy Soul.